What's up, everyone? It's Denise Salcedo. Welcome back to the channel. It's time to whoop that trick because my guest for today is headed to NXT Deadline to participate in the Iron Survivor Challenge. Please welcome Trick Williams. Hey, dude, how's it going? Man, I'm doing good, man. Reporting to you live, the greatest entertainer alive. Trick Williams has finally arrived. How you doing, Denise? I'm very excited to chat with you, man, because I have been seeing your growth on NXT, and it literally feels like it's been night and day with the way that you've kind of grown in NXT. It's just tremendous. Like, dude, we're just talking about deadline. Last year, you weren't even on the card. And this year, you have a shot at becoming a number one contender. How does that make you feel? Oh, man, I'm on cloud nine. I mean, this is the type of year that I've had has been the type of year that you pray for. So for everything to come to fruition, man, I'm just excited. Yeah. So I do want to get into that. So first and foremost, with NXT deadline, because this is relatively a new concept, this is only the second Iron Survivor Challenge match right, that right. we've had for you to go into this type of matchup. Like, what are the emotions heading into that? Well, I'm not going to lie. There's some big boys in this match. I mean, we got Josh Briggs, Mr. Country Strong. You know, he looks like he's grown up on a farm somewhere, you know, toting oxes and stuff like that. So. We got him, we got Brown Breaker, second generation, monster. And we got Dijak, who's six foot six, acrobatic, strong, and can do everything. So, man, I got my I got my work cut out for me. But I'm excited, man. I'm ready to show the world what I can do. Dude, I'm excited too. I, I'm just gonna say, I know I'm supposed to be unbiased, but I gotta tell you, you're my prediction so far oh, heading into geez. this show. <laughs> you're making me blush. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I do want to take a second and kind of talk about this growth that we were kind of addressing earlier. And I want to ask, like, what attributed that for you to go from really just like where you were at, which was technically like the right hand man of Carmelo Hayes, and to now shining on your own and getting getting the reactions that you've gotten, what, what, do we, what do you attribute that to? Man, probably a few things. But firstly, uh, you know, this is the vision that I have for myself all along. So, uh, you know, this is, this is what I wanted for myself. I wanted to be a, a superstar. You know, I wanted to be the guy. Now, with that being said, you know, I was brought into WWE alongside of Carmelo Hayes, which is one of the best NXT superstars to ever do it. And, you know, I'm very fortunate for that. You know, that was my boy. And, you know, with me being so close to him, you know, I got to learn a lot. I get to see how you how you conduct business, you know, your mindset going into these big matches. You get to see, uh, you know, I got to be in the light, even though it's kind of more of his light, but I didn't have the pressure. So now, you know, being at those big stages, like, okay, this is what it feels like. Okay, this is what it's about right here. You know, being able to build connections with the crowd, it was awesome for me. And also, it's able to build my hunger because when you see your boy eating, it makes you want to have some success on your own, too. So, you know, that's just what it was to the point where I had to go to Shawn Michaels myself and say, Shawn, I want the ball. You know, Denise, I played football before I was wrestling and I played wide receiver. Now, wide receivers are the guys who catch the ball. And if you don't catch the ball, you can't eat. You know, you can't score touchdowns. The camera's not on you. So, you know, me being able to go to Shawn Michaels' office and saying, I want the ball, was probably the best thing that I could have ever done because, you know, he looked me straight in the eye and said, you know, a lot of people come in my office and they say they want the ball. 
but they're not ready for it. And, you know, we just go from there. And it gave me an opportunity. And thus far, I've been making plays with it. So when Shawn Michaels says there's a lot of people that come in here basically asking for the same thing that you did, but he basically kind of said, like, not everybody gets what they're asking for, but yet you are. What do you think it is that you showed that made them say, man, we need to give this guy a chance? Oh, man. I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, I like to think it's just who I am, my natural charisma. Like, nah. uh, <laughs> I, I think um, it's, a, it's a multitude of things. You know, to be honest with you, Denise, I'm a soldier. You know, when it's time to train, I go to work. And, um, you know, and I love this business and everything it stands for. And I might not have the experience as far as time that everybody else has had in this business, but I work, I work like I know I'm, I'm where I belong. And I think the coaches, uh, the trainers, the producers uh, get to see that. And I think that's paid off a lot. And um, I just, honestly, I'm going to say this, and I, I mean this as humbly as possible. I feel like there's people who are built for this, people who are born to do this. And I am one of those guys, you know, it's crazy. My password, growing up has always been superstar before I even dreamed of being a superstar. So like, I've always seen this for myself. This is, this is just who I am. Dude, that's freaking epic, man. When you said that, I kind of got a little bit of chills. Cause it's like, <laughs> that's pretty, you know, and you just never know what is going to happen in your life. Right. And so to kind of see this happen for you, uh, it's very, very cool. And it's only the beginning, but that's the thing though. You were talking about your football career prior to this, what exam, a little bit blurry on what happened between football to pro wrestling. What made you make that jump? Oh, man. So what, this is 2018, 19-ish. Uh, I get cut from the Philadelphia Eagles. And um, I worked very hard to get to that position. And my football career came to a sudden stop. You know, it's competitive. It's tough. But uh, from there, I had an agent. And he told me, you know, it's all good. We're going to get you to another team. Worst case scenario, you know, we get you to the XFL. And at the time, the XFL was owned by Vince McMahon. So I don't know what happened in the paperwork or how it crossed over. But somehow or another, uh, the day after my agent tells me that, the next day, WWE reaches out to me. And they say, hey, if you're interested, you know, we'd like to bring you in for a tryout. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I watch wrestling up to... I would say the attitude era. Um, uh, I opened a can of whoop ass at three years old and my mom said, okay, we need to probably back off of wrestling a little bit. But, uh, but um, you know, I wasn't really up to date with wrestling, if I'm being honest, because I was so heavily involved into football, into what I was doing at the time. But uh, when the opportunity came, you know, I thought to myself, like, you know, this is actually a great opportunity. You know, I'd be a fool to just not go to the tryout, you know? And I probably could have done my thing with football and who knows what would happen there. But I said, I'm gonna try this out. I went to the tryout and they said, yo, like you're athletic, you're charismatic, you can talk, but you never wrestled. So you need to know how to wrestle if you're gonna be here. <laughs> so I was like, okay. So, you know, I took the steps to become a superstar. Um, I moved back to South Philly. Uh, I was with my uncle and I trained at CZW. Then uh, COVID broke out. Then I ended up leaving there, and I trained at Knox Pro in L.A. And then from there, I went to my second tryout, and I got signed from there. So it was a journey. But, like, 
man, to be honest, that time in between that time of, you know, them saying no the first time was exactly what I needed to like lock my mind in and say, okay, I'm a superstar. You know, this is what I want to do. I'm going to commit my life to this and I'm a train and I'm going to go get it. So it's the best thing that ever happened to me because I'm much happier uh, in WWE than playing football. You know, Turk, I got to tell you, man, I applaud you for that. And you want to know why? Because when you have a dream and you're so set on it, and that was for you, that was football being, you know, in the Eagles, and then to get cut, that could have literally sent anybody into like self-destruction mode where it's like, you don't want to do anything or try anything. You've kind of been like, oh my God, this dream is over and now you self-destruct. But you didn't, you took this opportunity that for a lot of people would have been like, what? Like, this is totally out of left field. And you took that challenge. And so with that being said, like you're talking about, uh, you know, having to learn how to wrestle. That's not easy, right? But you had the athleticism and that clearly helped you out. What was the training like and developmental? What were the hardest and uh, maybe the things that you got the easiest? Yeah, well, it's funny because, you know, for 24 years up to that point, you know, you train, you know, when you're playing football, you learn how to stay on your feet. As soon as you training to become a wrestler, you learn how to fall. You learn how to, you know, get off of your feet. So I think that's probably the toughest thing is learn how to be safe and how to hit the ground, you know, because your mind automatically wants to reject that, you know. So I think it took some time to just like I say, reprogram my mind and, you know, yeah, I'm athletic, but, you know, what we do as WWE superstars is unlike anything else. Like you have to be able to, you know, put it all on the line at any time. So it's, you know, you can be athletic, but that doesn't mean you can be a WWE superstar. Like everything it takes to be a superstar is, you know, is athletic and it's mental too. You have to be tough. You have to be strong. You got to be safe. You got to know what you're doing. So it took some time. It's still taking time. Yeah. Oh, my God. So and and here's the thing, like you, I want to talk about the fact that you stopped watching wrestling after the Attitude Era. And clearly so much has happened since then, right? Yes. When you came back into this world of professional wrestling, what was like the most surprising thing to you? Who were some of the wrestler superstars that you were like, dang, I like that person? Because it's a whole new world when you're diving back into yeah. something that you hadn't been keeping up with. Yes. I think the biggest difference for me was when I left, you know, I'm, I'm watching The Rock. I'm watching DX. I'm watching these guys. And the product was a little bit more edgier, you know, than it was when I came back. So I remember <laughs> going to my first tryout, I cut a... I cut a uh, attitude era like promo and they said, that's not what we do here anymore. You got to learn how to entertain, you know, and keep it clean somewhat. So I'm like, okay, well, that's no problem. You know, my mama doesn't like that anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. You know, so I think that was the first thing I was like, okay, let me really dive into this and like, see what this is about. But around that time, I remember it's when Kofi Kingston had first won, uh, his title. And I want to say he won it from Daniel Bryan, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes. And uh, I just remember I was at a buddy's house and he's been into wrestling his whole life. And tears came down my friend's face. Um, not gonna lie, it was, it was a black guy. But like, he's like, man, you don't know how huge this is. You know, like Kofi Kingston went out there and he did it. I'm like, wow. Like, that's my first time really feeling it. Not watching it like just, oh, they they're cool guys. They're having fun, but like seeing the attachment, you know, 
how much love really goes into this. I said, I want that for myself. You know, I want to be able to, you know, send a positive message out to this world and, you know, want people to know my name. So I think that was the first moment that really brought me back into wrestling. Like, okay, this is what this is about. Now I've That's told freaking that cool. Yeah. Uh, you told him that? What did he say? Oh, he, he, he's probably heard it a million times. But uh, <laughs> to be honest with you, but I told him, I was like, man, like, man, watching you win that championship was right around the time where I was trying to figure out what I was going to do. And um, and he was like, uh, and I told him, like, man, that kind of helped me. Like, this is what I want to do now. And, you know, he was honored by it. And that was really cool. Yes, because it's like, obviously, I know you may think he might be tired of hearing it, right? But it's like, it was such a big moment. Everybody remembers Kofi Mania. You know, he's here. He's been here on the show. He's talked about it. And it's, so it's like such a huge moment. And to think that you know, he doesn't, he didn't know that in that moment, someone like yourself was being inspired by that. And then it ended up changing your entire life. So it is My pretty entire- crazy. Yes. Uh, Trick. So before we go, I do want to ask you, because obviously everybody's goal from NXT is to try to get called up, go to Raw and SmackDown. We were just talking about Kofi Mania. For you, like, what would be some of like the dreams that you want to accomplish when you go to the main roster? Like, what are some of those dreams you want to accomplish? Some of the opponents you want to wrestle in? Like, what's the bucket list for you? Oh, man, man. I'm going to be honest with you, Denise. I'm going to go straight to the top. Long term, my goal is... I want to face off with Roman Reigns. Um, that's my long-term girl. He's the best to do it right now. So if you're not in it to face him, then I don't really know what you're doing. Um, sooner than that, when I first, I won't say when I first get, who I'm very excited about working with is Gunter. Um, I love the way, you know, he carries himself. You know, he really is a ring general. And uh, I would love to see us battle, you know, go to war. Uh, and I've told him that too. Like, I'm really looking forward to that day. And, um, there's so many guys, you know, who are just great. And, um, but for now, you know, I'm enjoying my time at NXT. I have a lot to do here still. You know, I got this Iron Survivor Challenge deadline. Then after that, God willing, I'll be facing off with Dragonall. So, you know, I have a lot, I have a lot to think about, but those two for sure. I would say Gunter and Roman Reigns. Let's go. Trick, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. I cannot wait to watch NXT Deadline on December 9th. See you in the Iron Survivor Challenge. Uh, before we go, let the people know where they can follow you, support you, and all that good stuff. That's right. Follow your boy Trick Williams on Instagram, Trick Williams underscore WWE. And same thing for my Twitter handle. I'm not on TikTok. I don't really do that too much yet, but maybe I'll get into it soon. Follow your boy. It's Trick Williams. We always going to be here. All right, guys, I'm going to post the links in the description box below so you guys can go ahead and follow Trick Williams and where to watch NXT Deadline. Until next time, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Bye, everyone.